live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. The forecast for Saturday like keeps getting worse <laughs> in terms of how it will affect you and me directly. Oh boy. And hundreds of others who will jump into Lake Michigan. Yeah. In support of Special Olympics Wisconsin, it's the Polar Plunge, the last two plunges across the state this weekend, one here and one in Whitewater. Mm-hmm. And this is Special Olympics Wisconsin's biggest annual fundraiser. They usually raise or aim to raise in the neighborhood of like a million dollars. It's about 20% of the annual budget to fund everything that our Special Olympics athletes, nearly 10,000 across the state, participate in every year. And the last two, again, of this weekend, what did she say, Saturday? High of 30 degrees. <laughs> When you and I, Eric, jump in the lake, it's not going to be 30. Um, but you know what? I still contend that that actually will feel better. It doesn't. you got to trust me on this. I've done it. So the water won't warm me. <laughs> well, okay, because, and, and backing up quickly, WTMJ Cares, we do a number of initiatives through the year, yeah. and we've adopted this one. So we're asking for your support. You can join our team and plunge with us if you like Saturday morning. You can text the word CARES to 855-616-1620 to the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. 855-616-1620. Text the word CARES to find out how you can make it worth our while and support our jump. But I've done this many times. See, So when you're standing around, I mean, what are you going to wear tomorrow before you jump in the lake? Well, a coat. Yes. And then you take that coat off and then go <laughs> in the water. So while the water temperature, yes, is perhaps slightly warmer than the air temperature, you're going to uh, shed all of your warm weather gear. So then I got to run back and dry off before putting the <gasps> coat back on. So what footwear do you put on? Definitely going to want to wear like some shoes that you don't care. Like, but, swim, like actual shoes. Like I was yeah. thinking about putting on an old pair of sneakers. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Why, why are you <laughs> looking at me I'm like I'm scared that? for you because I think you think this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> it's good for you. The, par- how, the party is fun. How soon do you, do you dry off and change? Quickly as possible for me. Some folks yeah. like they – I've only – I haven't done it in the lake. I've only done it in the pool, you know, where they right. set up a big tank. You jump in, then it's in, out, over. But, you know, some folks will swim around in there a little bit. Oof. I'm promising full immersion. I mean, I'll go under. <laughs> right? You don't want to just, like, dip a toe yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going it. in. We're going if under. Go, yeah, you got to own it. And when you go in, how long do you stay in? Is it just, Not it, very. No? Okay. So, so, but, like, some people do. They actually yeah. enjoy it. Well, it's good for you. It is good for you. It's good for it your is. arteries. Yeah. It's good for everything. They it's unclog good for the unclog some flow, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. Keep telling yourself that, brother. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow morning at McKinley Beach, 514 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks were back in action on Thursday night, entering the game with a two-and-a-half lead ahead of the Boston Celtics for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference and look to get some home cooking following their West Coast road trip. So the lead is six for Milwaukee now. Bucks 69, Pacers 63. Holiday's into the front court for Milwaukee. Lobs up to Giannis again, and Giannis, same result as he flushes it through. This time he had to outleap two defenders who were right on him. Oh, that was a thing of beauty. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ as the Pacers look to play spoiler for the homecoming Bucks, while Andrew Nembard scored 24 points and Aaron Naismith nailed six three-pointers as the Indiana Pacers rallied in the second half to knock down the Bucks by a final score of 139-123. to They were trailing by nine at half. The Pacers used a monster third quarter to climb back in the game, dropping 49 points in the quarter to take the lead. 
going into the fourth, and they never looked back. The story of the game, real simple here. The Pacers made 22 three-pointers in the Bucks. They only made 11 after the game. Head coach Mike Budenholzer on the second-half offensive surge against his team. They had a you know a little bit of everything, but it, it felt like uh, they were able to drive us. They were able to get to the paint and and finish. You know, it felt like at a high rate there. And if we ever you know overhelped or committed a second person to the ball, they found shooters and um, shooters made shots. You know, so they they just you know and and I think the transition felt like we uh, I think had a turnover or two mixed in there to start the quarter. So they they had a little bit of everything offensively. Giannis led the game in scoring with twenty five while Brooke Lopez, Jay Crowder, and Grayson Allen all did not play. With the loss, the Bucks dropped to 50-20 and 20 overall with another home game Sunday against Toronto. Over to College Hoops, where the college basketball tournament got underway on Thursday with a 16-game slate and did so with a couple of major upsets. Clark in a straight check. Oh, he didn't do it. He threw it away. Hing, Pickies. Kevin Harlan on the call there as the number 13 seed Furman knocks down the four seed Virginia in the first round with a steal and a three to send the 2021 national champs home early. Arizona also in the south region with an upset as the number 15 seed Princeton wins 59 to 55, sending the number two seed home and Marquette. Men's and women's basketball teams get ready for their first-round matchups today for the college basketball tournament. The number 9 seed Marquette women's tips off at 10.30 a.m. this morning against South Florida, and the men's team is set to tip off, uh, is set for 145. You can catch full coverage over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee beginning at 115. And finally, UWM gets ready for their college basketball invitational as they play Stenson this weekend. You can catch full coverage over on 1017 The Truth, beginning at 4 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. This college basketball tournament update has been brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Coming up, today is a significant COVID anniversary date. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Five twenty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News. Today is not only... St. Patrick's Day, but a couple of big COVID anniversaries. Three years since anniversaries, Eric. Seems like forever Doesn't ago. It? Like that was another decade, right? Yeah. When we were first dealing with what is this novel virus right? that first we laughed at. Uh, yeah, I, I remember interviewing medical professionals at the time early on when it was, was still exclusively in China. And people were starting to be like, oh, what's this? And said, Look... <laughs> You should be worried about the flu right now. Get your flu shot. Don't worry about this coronavirus going on. And then, of course, everything else happened. It's also three years to the day since this dude. If I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. (laughs) (laughs) At it. And it didn't. (laughs) It did not. That was uh, Brady Sluter. This interview that went, pardon the expression, viral. On March 17th, 2013, uh, 2020. If I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Yeah, I mean, two months they had the trip planned. So the <laughs> they've been it. talking about it for a while. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> COVID really just emerging in earnest in the U.S. And uh, Brady there was not going to let it stop him, stop him from partying on Miami South Beach. Mm-hmm. But actually, that was the thing. I mean, spring breakers, not just in Florida, but all along the Gulf Coast, other places, 
Many of them didn't just pick it up and go home. We're just out here having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. With the bars being closed, you know, we'll find alternatives. Unfortunately, it does suck. Like the bars and restaurants are closed, but we'll find ways out for Yeah, so they're on spring break and things started shutting down. Even in Florida, which later was to become the most open state in America as yeah. things began to open up. They shut down the beaches. Yeah. That, that stopped right. us from going. We were going to go a couple of weeks later after today, oh. two weeks later. So many of those stories, too. Mm-hmm. People were disappointed and had things canceled. But stuff was starting to get real here on the 17th. And we were finding ways to tabulate report case numbers. That was starting to become a thing. The numbers were growing in major cities. Cities and states were starting to take major life-altering steps. Back here in Wisconsin, Governor Tony Evers was basically shutting down the St. Patrick's Day party. Obviously, it's St. Patrick's Day. We know this is a day many Wisconsinites like to celebrate. And while it's different this year, enjoy the day with your health and safety and the health and safety of the community in mind. Three years ago today. Different this year, obviously. Here's what's different. You know, he said something different this year, and that was we're closing the bars at 5 p.m. today, and I don't have an open date for you. The governor has directed me to sign an order for a statewide moratorium on mass gatherings of 10 or more people to mitigate the spread of COVID-19, effective today at 5 p.m. That's Wisconsin Department of Health Services Secretary-designee, who never actually did get confirmed, did she, Andrea Palm, no. in all that mess. City of Milwaukee had already shut down bars and restaurants the previous day, so there was no front end of the St. Patrick's Day celebrations in the city. Um that's how that played out. But then statewide, and then what was that, about midday, maybe early morning, uh, late morning, the governor and the uh, secretary designee for healthy for Department of Health Services out there with that edict. And then no NCAA tournament, no nothing. Well, they'd already in some of the conference tournaments mm-hmm. pulled kids off the court. Yep. Shut that down. So that was the beginning, really, of the statewide efforts to keep people apart And this would grow in the following weeks with more shutdowns, including ultimately the governor's safer at home order. Unless you're Brady Sluter. If I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. News about your money this morning in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average was up more than 1% to 32247 in trading on Thursday. The Nasdaq closed at 11717 up 283 points. The S&P 500 up 68 to 3960. Get on track with investment and retirement planning. Visit AnnexWealth.com and click on the Get Started button today. Who you gonna tell? Maybe bad days made a hundred good stories a hundred good stories washington post out with new reporting today on one of my favorite characters in the ongoing battle between dominion voting machines and fox news according to the post trump lawyer Sidney powell may have been empowered by fox news to spread post-election lies in 2020 based on an email she got from an artist who claimed herself that what she was saying was quote wackadoodle and that she was capable of time travel. I'm going to release the Kraken. Yes, that epic line delivered by Powell in one of a dozen appearances she made on Fox News post-election. She kept promising the hosts who booked her that she had evidence of widespread voter fraud, specifically related to the company that provided voting machines to many polling places. Claims that the machines were programmed to add votes for Democrats, that some ballots had no option to vote for President Trump. I'm going to release the Kraken. And ultimately, then late in the game, Fox hosts in allegations in Dominion's $1.6 billion lawsuit against Fox, allegedly were pushing back on Powell. So according to... 
documents filed in court. This is Dominion, again, who's suing Fox for $1.6 billion. They're saying, your people knew that this lady was nuts, her and several others, that she was pushing lies, and yet you continued to book her. Fox's response has been, look, we book people all the time that make various claims. That doesn't mean that we believe them or didn't believe them. She's a lawyer. She's working on this stuff. She says all that. We can book her, and she's responsible for what she said. Regardless, what you have here is documented proof that they were at least talking about it and that Fox was concerned that while they didn't really necessarily believe her, they also knew it's what their audience desperately wanted to hear and believe. And yet, without her producing that evidence, they kept putting her on. So I think this was her final appearance with Lou Dobbs, where she promised she would finally, because they were pushing her in text messages, hey, you need to, we need more here. What do you have? What do you have? What do you have? And that's where we got this. I'm going to release the Kraken. Well, good. Yeah, well, well, good. (laughs) Except the Kraken was never released. And now the Kraken is being released on her and on Fox. Release the Kraken. And with a high temperature, a high temperature of just 30 degrees on Saturday, hundreds of people will be taking the polar plunge for Special Olympics tomorrow at the lakefront. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. How's the water? Exhilarating. Supporters, including Eric and me. Yeah. We will run into the icy lake in support of Special Olympics athletes. I'm going to do everything in my power not to squeal like that. Oh, you're going to squeal. <laughs> Of the two of us, well, now, no, I'm going to... If I came in with like a full wetsuit, you know, like that scuba divers wear, would that be cheating? Yeah, okay. I, again, if we raise the money, I don't care what you wear. <laughs> like, right, if that's what you need to do. And even at that, I mean, like, unless you're in a dry suit, as they say, like, wetsuit, it, you're still wet. <laughs> you're right. Like, you're right. Maybe it helps you a little bit. Deb, how did we not rope you into this? Ah, uh, look at the time. Oh, God, I got stuff I got to... What, 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 yeah, I got stuff I got to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> No, I don't know. Um, yeah. That's fine. Well, we <laughs> talked this week with a retired police officer. Her name is Jackie Infault. She's going to be taking her 10th polar plunge with us. I'm kind of excited to try Lake Michigan again this year. You are? I'm not at all excited <laughs> about that experience. <laughs> it is going to be cold, yes. But luckily, we can change very quickly. At least I got it down. Remember, I was in the Army, so I know how to change very quickly. And that's the key, Eric. You mentioned, like, what do we wear? I really should have done some, so we should should have had costumes or something like that. But like a chicken costume or no? Like <laughs> if a, you go in in like full mascot gear, then that's what you're wearing when you come out. <laughs> then you got to ditch that. What she's talking about is the quick change. You really want to be able to do that because that's the problem. You're in, you're out, but then you're coming out, and you got to get you got your cling all, right. All the, all the clothes and clinging to you. So then what though? You just drop trow and right there on the beach. They'll have like a like a warming tent. For all of us to get into together? Well, I mean, yes. Hmm. So I don't know if there's something you don't want to see. It's (laughs) going to be okay anyway. Just asking. So I mentioned Jackie, and she's a retired police officer. Special Olympics Wisconsin and Special Olympics all over the world has a very special relationship with law enforcement. In America and across the world, we call it the Law Enforcement Torch Run. So police departments everywhere will do runs where they run with the Special Olympics Wisconsin Flame of Hope. They use that as a fundraising opportunity. And our law enforcement officers across the state are also key fundraisers and participants in putting on these polar plunges that happen all over Wisconsin every year. 
And the other reason that Jackie plunges every year is her daughter. It's just so much fun seeing how they interact with each other and how they just love spending time with each other. This way they get to know more kids and they get to have more friends. Her daughter is a Special Olympics athlete and has been for many years. And she said outside of the sports and she's got one of those Special Olympics athletes who participate year round. Some do one sport. Uh, We always do Mm -hmm. track and field and that's that or some do bowling or whatever. Others are in. What's what season are we in? That's what I'm doing. Cool. (laughs) And there's room for everybody to participate. But she mentioned the friendships and the sense of community for the athletes and for some of these families as well when they have younger athletes or if they're caregivers for Older athletes, we go all ages. There's no age limit for Special Olympics. We have senior citizens who are still competing. But for their communities to get together and know that their loved ones are in a safe place where they're all together, they're you know going to have every opportunity to participate. They can go and celebrate their athlete. It's important for all of them, too. So it's one of the reasons that Special Olympics some 20 years ago, for me, became you and I have a lot of opportunities to volunteer in the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm to do fundraisers and things like that. This, for me, because of the connection that I had with the athletes and how much it means to them and to their families, became like, this is the one thing I will never say no to. What do you need? And I started volunteering, and then I joined the board of directors, and now here we are on Saturday (laughs) taking the polar All right. Well, I just got back from swimming in the pool, and the water was cold. Uh, (laughs) You mean shrink it? Yes. Going to be some of that in that tent, Derek. I'm sorry to tell you. Text the word CARES. Help us out. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. We will send you a link to our fundraising page. You can join our team if you're brave. Jump with Eric and me and a couple of others from WTMJ. We're going to go in about 11.15 or so okay. with some of the Special Olympics athletes who awesome. are also taking the plunge. If you'd rather just stay warm and dry and support Special Olympics Wisconsin with your generous donations, that's in the link as well. Text the word CARES to 855-616-1620. And WTMJ CARES, grateful for the proud support of Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. Ah!